Welcome to the evening episode of Honey in the Rock. We hope you've had a great day and we've got a great show ahead for you. Stick with us. This evening's episode is titled, There be some here which shall not taste of death. It shall be focused on the study of Mark chapter 9. Before we go any further, we begin with the word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank thee, Lord, to know that there be some here which, Lord, shall not taste of death. For you said, He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And he that liveth and believeth in me shall never die. So we thank thee, Lord, for thy grace. And so, Lord, we look to thee and the author and finisher of our faith. And we look to thee for direction, provision, and for guidance. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Up next, we shall listen to Mark chapter 9. Chapter 9 And he said unto them, Verily I say unto you, that there be some of them that stand here, which shall not taste of death, till they have seen the kingdom of God come with power. And after six days, Jesus taketh with him Peter and James and John, and leadeth them up into an high mountain apart by themselves. And he was transfigured before them. His raiment became shining, exceeding white as snow, so as no fuller on earth can white them. And there appeared unto them Elias with Moses, and they were talking with Jesus. And Peter answered and said to Jesus, Master, it is good for us to be here. And let us make three tabernacles, one for thee, and one for Moses, and one for Elias. For he wist not what to say, for they were sore afraid. And there was a cloud that overshadowed them. And a voice came out of the cloud, saying, This is my beloved son. Hear him. And suddenly, when they had looked round about, they saw no man any more, save Jesus only with themselves. And as they came down from the mountain, he charged them that they should tell no man what things they had seen, till the Son of Man were risen from the dead. And they kept that saying with themselves, questioning one with another, what the rising from the dead should mean. And they asked him, saying, Why say the scribes that Elias must first come? And he answered and told them, Elias verily cometh first, and restoreth all things. And how it is written of the Son of Man, that he must suffer many things, and be set at naught. But I say unto you, that Elias is indeed come, and they have done unto him whatsoever they listed, as it is written of him. And when he came to his disciples, he saw a great multitude about them, and the scribes questioning with them. And straightway all the people, when they beheld him, were greatly amazed, and running to him, saluted him. And he asked the scribes, What question ye with them? And one of the multitude answered and said, Master, I have brought unto thee my son, which hath a dumb spirit. And wheresoever he taketh him, he teareth him, and he foameth, and gnasheth with his teeth, and pineth away. And I spake to thy disciples that they should cast him out, and they could not. He answereth him, and saith, O oh, faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him unto me. And they brought him unto him. And when he saw him, straightway the spirit tear him. And he fell on the ground, and wallowed, foaming. 
And he asked his father, How long is it ago since this came unto him? And he said, Of a child. And oft times it hath cast him into the fire and into the waters to destroy him. But if thou canst do anything, have compassion on us and help us. Jesus said unto him, If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. And straightway the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe. Help thou mine unbelief. When Jesus saw that the people came running together, he rebuked the foul spirit, saying unto him, Thou dumb and deaf spirit, I charge thee, come out of him and enter no more into him. And the spirit cried and rent him sore and came out of him. And he was as one dead, insomuch that many said, He is dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him up, and he arose. And when he was come into the house, his disciples asked him privately, Why could not we cast him out? And he said unto them, This kind can come forth by nothing but by prayer and fasting. And they departed thence and passed through Galilee. And he would not that any man should know it. For he taught his disciples and said unto them, The Son of Man is delivered into the hands of men, and they shall kill him. And after that he is killed, he shall rise the third day. But they understood not that saying, and were afraid to ask him. And he came to Capernaum, and being in the house, he asked them, What was it that ye disputed among yourselves by the way? But they held their peace. For by the way they had disputed among themselves who should be the greatest. And he sat down and called the twelve, and saith unto them, If any man desire to be first, the same shall be last of all, and servant of all. And he took a child, and set him in the midst of them. And when he had taken him in his arms, he said unto them, Whosoever shall receive one of such children in my name receiveth me. And whosoever shall receive me receiveth not me, but him that sent me. And John answered him, saying, Master, we saw one casting out devils in thy name, and he followeth not us. And we forbade him, because he followeth not us. But Jesus said, Forbid him not. For there is no man which shall do a miracle in my name that can lightly speak evil of me. For he that is not against us is on our part. For whosoever shall give you a cup of water to drink in my name, because ye belong to Christ, verily I say unto you, he shall not lose his reward. And whosoever shall offend one of these little ones that believe in me, it is better for him that a millstone were hanged about his neck and he were cast into the sea. And if thy hand offend thee, cut it off. It is better for thee to enter into life maimed than having two hands to go into hell, into the fire that never shall be quenched, where their worm dieth not, and the fire is not quenched. And if thy foot offend thee, cut it off. It is better for thee to enter halt into life than having two feet to be cast into hell, into the fire that never shall be quenched, where their worm dieth not, and the fire is not quenched. And if thine eye offend thee, pluck it out. It is better for thee to enter into the kingdom of God with one eye, than having two eyes to be cast into hell fire, where their worm dieth not, and the fire is not quenched. For every one shall be salted with fire, and every sacrifice shall be salted with salt. Salt is good. But if the salt have lost his saltness, wherewith will ye season it? 
have salt in yourselves and have peace one with another. Up next, we shall listen to a sermon by Reverend William Branham titled The Future Home of the Heavenly Bridegroom and the Earthly Bride. This was preached in 1964 on August the 2nd. We'll begin at paragraph 467 up to paragraph 490. I trust you find it to be a blessing. Adam was to multiply and replenish the earth. Is that right? Noah was to, after the new world destroyed was to multiply and replenish the earth. Get it? Now can't you see what the serpent seed is? What replenished the earth? You get it? All right. You see how Satan got to Eve now. That's why death has reigned on earth ever since. And heaven's earth, beast, atmosphere is all cursed of God because of it. That's the curse because Satan got to this first. Jesus came to redeem it back to the Father. In order to do this, He became part of it as it just went through. And from that very dust, the part Jesus was Himself being redeemed, through Him all of the attributes of God are redeemed with the earth. He was a spoken word. We who are redeemed is part of Him. Then if you can recognize... See, the Pharisees claimed they were, but you see my first illustration. There was only that by intellectual. They couldn't recognize the Word when it was made manifest right before them. They said, this man's an evil spirit. Now, today we're called false prophets. We're called every dirty thing could be called by religious people. See? By great and talented man. See, they just don't understand. See? It's water baptism wasn't sufficient to cleanse it. Neither is theirs. Sanctification of the blood brought it back, claimed it. But the baptism of the fire cleansed it, like it did his bride, like justification, sanctification, baptism, the Holy Ghost. Never promised to raise up a new race, as I've said, but he promised to redeem the fallen. Then that was the, the predestinated in, inherit it as he has promised. And he's the unchangeable God. We know that. Remember, God took Elijah after the rapture and translated, transplanted him back among the people to take the place as a prophet among his people pretty soon. He will do that. And has kept him alive these 2,500 years. He's to appear again. Notice again, he raised up Moses from the dead. Where is his grave? Can anybody find it? Read the book of Jude. <laughs> See? Satan, the archangel disputing with the archangel Satan said, Thus the Lord rebuke you, disputing over the body of Moses. And you're Peter, James, and John standing there looking at him on Mount Transfiguration. Right there in the land where the mountains to be raised up to dwell in. Seeing he come to redeem it. See, there was the raptured church stand represented. There was the lamb that are asleep represented. Amen. Whereabouts? In the city. Up on top of the mountain. There was Peter, James, and John looking on. Three, a witness. There was Elijah, Moses, and Jesus. That's a heavenly witness. See? And there was Moses, the dead, had been raised up. 
There was Elijah. The rapture was still alive. And it was both represented on this holy mountain. Amen. And Jesus, the Redeemer, when God up above him, like this, overshadowed him, said, This is my beloved son. Remember, Jesus said, about a day before that, he said, Verily I say unto you, that some are standing here now will not see death until they see the kingdom of God established in power. What was it? The resurrected dead and the raptured saints together, caught up together to meet him in the air, with God overshadowing him, and Jesus standing there in the shadow, saying, This is my beloved son in whom I will to please him. The order of the new kingdom. Oh, brother, sister. Death doesn't change you. Death only changes your dwelling place. See? Remember, Samuel, when he was dead and been buried for two years, he was in paradise. And the witch of Endor called him up, and Saul recognized him, and she did too, and fell upon her face. He hadn't changed one bit. He was still the same Samuel after being dead two years, and he was still a prophet. He said, tomorrow you'll fall in battle, your son with you, but this time tomorrow night you'll be with me. And that's just what happened. See? And when Moses returns back in Elijah for Revelations 11, there will still be prophets. Hallelujah! And over yonder, in the last city where the Lamb is the light, I'll know you, Brother McKinney. I'll know you, my people, my jewels of the crown. When they come from the east and the west to the city, when 1,500 miles square... She'll be sitting there in the city built for square. When you're sitting there in the holy mount where God sits upon the mount and Jesus on the throne and the golden trumpet sounds when Joseph leaves to walk down through the paradise and the children of God fall upon their knees and worship Him knowing they were redeemed. Hallelujah. Sometimes I grow homesick for heaven. And the glory I there shall behold. What a joy that will be when my Savior I see in that beautiful city of gold. I'm bound for that beautiful city. The Lord has prepared. Isaiah said in Isaiah 9, 6, And of His peace and of His increase there shall be no end. The government shall be upon his shoulders. His name will be called Counselor, Prince of Peace, the mighty God, the everlasting Father. The government shall be upon his shoulders, and of his increase, and of his peace, there is no Even the animals is there. Oh, my. The bear will be gentle, and the wolf will be tame, and the lion shall lay down by the lamb <laughs> and the beast from the wild will be led by a child but I'm going to be changed I'll be changed for this creature that I am on that day comes for I'm going to that city I'm bound for that beautiful city I feel the redeeming power in my whole heart now this isn't so now throw my life away I've taught others deceitful things. But when I look down and see that the promise He made of this day and see it vindicated, 
And look at this 1,500-mile square congregation set here, an elect that's been called from denominations and races and creeds and things. Gather together as I see the Word vindicating itself. I know beyond one shadow of doubt the jewels of my crown will outshine everything in the world of that day. There will come a time, people, we're not gathering here for in vain. We're only waiting for that time. It is very, very late. But Jesus is still very, very near. And His glory is wonderful. His name shall be called Counselor. That city, can you see it? There's where the bride and the groom will settle and never again Now, if you think it's wonderful when we drive hundreds of miles to sit here and feed on His Word, which this is only a shadow, what will it be when we live in the city with Him? When I live next door neighbor to you, and when we eat of those trees, and we will walk in those streets, when we walk up those streets of gold to the fountain, drink from the fountain, walk into the paradises of God with angels hovering the earth singing the anthems, Oh, what a day that will be. It's worth all. The road seems rugged sometimes. It gets hard. But oh, it'll be so little when I see him. So little. What will the bad names and things that they've said, what will that be when I see him in that beautiful, beautiful city of God? As we get towards the end of this episode, we end with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank Thee for Thy word that we listened to today. May it spring forth into everlasting life in our lives and draw us from the things of this world and manifest itself and, Lord, give us the life of Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. We hope to continue to earn your viewership throughout the year as we read the Bible from cover to cover. To make this a better listening experience for you, we'd really appreciate your feedback. So please email us at honeyintherock2020 at gmail.com. We also have accounts on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So please follow us, share our pages, and subscribe. Now we'll leave you with the parting song. God richly bless you. Pain and suffering everywhere you go.